This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hi, and welcome to this episode. So today I want to talk about something quite different and something that's very topical, particularly on TikTok at the moment, but is starting to be talked about a lot in the organizations that I work with, the businesses that I work with, and that's quiet quitting. So if you haven't heard this term yet, it's where people don't quit, but they basically just come in and do their job. They're not engaged they do the minimum, they're not doing anything discretionary, they're literally doing what they need to do to do the job. And so the quiet quitting kind of refers to the fact that people are not leaving, but they are, you know, not engaged either. And they're certainly not going above and beyond. And there's this sense of apathy and disengagement that sits within this. And this is such an interesting concept to me because it points to something that I've been talking about for a long time. And I mean like 10 years, long time. So I want to talk today about what's behind this movement, if you like, this thing that people are experiencing called quiet quitting. And how do you overcome it? You know, if you're experiencing this in your business or, you know, if you're listening to this and you're feeling a bit of that yourself, what do you do? You know, how do we move beyond this experience that people are having and an experience which I think is very much in reaction to the pandemic and to everything that we've been going through. So I feel like we are going through a seismic shift. So I want to talk about where are we as human beings in the world right now? I'm going to start there and then we're going to get really specific about what you can do. But I think it's really important to go broad first because We've been through enormous change in the last couple of years. There has been so much fear generated around the change that's been going on. There has been a forced change in our lifestyles, in what we're able to do, in what we're not able to do, in our, you know, rightly or wrongly, in our liberties being constrained. And, you know, we're also facing what is, you know, becoming an economic crisis. So cost of living crises, wages not really increasing, gas and electric bills going crazy, petrol costs rising. We've got all these pressures going on. And I almost feel it as I talk to you today, like it's a pressure pot, you know, that these things are, you know, so now I have to go into work and maybe I don't want to commute into work anymore because I liked taking my kids to school and I like working from home and now I'm being forced back in. So I've got all of that going on. At the same time, all my costs are going up. So I probably also don't want to travel to work because that increased my costs. And, you know, with not being able to do a lot and having to stay home in the pandemic, often our costs went down, right? Because we weren't doing very much. We weren't going out very much. We weren't going on holiday. We weren't commuting. And so a lot of this kind of like external environment where costs are going up is also made more prevalent by the fact that we are also doing more. So we're going on holiday and we're eating out again and we're doing all those things. So 
suddenly it feels like our wages are not going as far as they used to. And I'm having to do stuff that I don't want to do. And I got used to working from home. And so there's all of these things going on. And you can feel, as I talk about it, that sense of overwhelm that we can feel when these kind of things happen. And also that, you know, I always feel that change is not well received when it's outside of our control. And so, you know, a lot of what happened in the pandemic and with COVID was outside of our control. Things happened and, and, you know, we, you know, maybe decided to toe the line or not, depending on your view of the whole situation. But ultimately, there were things that were foisted on us that we had no control over. So that is never a comfortable place to be for human beings, I don't think. We like to feel in control. We like to make our own decisions. And when we can't do that, that's pretty stressful, right? And now, you know, businesses are starting to feel like, actually, I want people back in the office. It is important. And I totally get that, by the way, of, you know, that people coming together and those ad hoc connections and creativity that gets engendered when people are in an office together versus working on Zoom or working independently. I can see why companies want that. And I can see on the converse side, the resistance to that and the sense of kind of actually, but I, that doesn't suit me anymore. I don't want to do that. Right. So I also think this quiet resistance is because, you know, with everything that's happening economically, people don't necessarily want to take the risk of leaving a job saying, well, stuff it, I'll just leave then because they're worried about paying their bills and worried about having a job and worried about all these different things. And so rather than people moving, which could happen when we're in a more positive economic situation, people are probably staying put and not wanting to make that change because they're worried about all these other things that are going on. So we're hitting a crunch point. That's how I feel it. We're hitting a crunch point in businesses. We're hitting a crunch point economically. We are hitting a crunch point for humanity, honestly. And I've said this along the way in the last couple of years, that I felt that this whole situation is a part of the evolution of us as humanity. And that actually the pandemic really highlighted some things and accelerated some things that I felt were coming anyway, that they've been movements in business for a long time, movements in generations, you know, you know, Generation Z and people wanting different things and all of those things that different generations want something different out of life. And, you know, we've been seeing that for a long time in business, that people want to feel a sense of value and contribution in what they do. They want their work to be meaningful. They want to feel more of a sense of co-creation and partnership with you. Gone are the days when I started work of you were just grateful to have a job and you kept your head down and hoped that nobody fired you, you know, (laughs) and you'd put up with all sorts of crappy behavior from bosses because that was the way things were back then. It's not that situation anymore, as we all well know. And so what's interesting to me, because I have that benefit of sitting outside of the situation, running my own business, going into different organizations, working with, you know, everybody from kind of startup entrepreneurs to big FMCGs and lots of, you know, fast growing entrepreneurial businesses in the middle. I feel like there is a big change happening across all those pieces, no matter where you sit. And so I feel, as I say, that this new paradigm was coming anyway, generationally, that people want something different, that businesses were going to hit a crisis point anyway. 
And the, all this change that's going on around us has really escalated that change. You'll also know if you listen to me that I believe that nothing happens by chance. And so I do believe that maybe this is the universe pushing us into a change, that if we don't change fast enough, individually or collectively, then often we get a nudge in the right direction. And I feel like all of this are big nudges in the right direction of actually creating something very different in life and work that has been coming for a while. And that I feel really passionate is evolution for humanity and something that's desperately needed and has been desperately needed for a long time. And so what's the answer? You know, if you're sitting there feeling like maybe you're a bit in this quiet quitting camp, or maybe you're feeling resentful of the fact that you have to come into work, maybe you're in that camp, or maybe you're running an organization or, you know, you're an entrepreneur with people where you feel like, oh gosh, you know, it's frustrating that people don't seem to be engaged, that we can't seem to get people on board in the same way, that we feel like we're doing all the right things and yet engagement seems to be really down. I think this is an opportunity. So I'm a coach. I always see the opportunity. There's always an opportunity and a challenge, right? So I feel like this is a massive opportunity. And I've been talking for, say, for a long time about revolutionizing how we live and work, about creating change, about the fact that business to me is a force for change in the world, that it's something that we can harness to release our own potential to grow, to evolve into who we can be, and also to release this collective potential and possibility that's around us too. So I have coined this phrase in the last few months that I've been tuning into my business and tuning into what's the next pieces of what I'm creating as everything has moved and changed for me as well in the last three, four years, that I've coined this phrase called visionary success. And this is a culmination of different things I've been talking about for a long time and a culmination of how I live my life personally, how I run my business personally, which is that I believe that people want to have both success and fulfillment. The success in practical terms is not enough for many people nowadays. You know, success like I earn enough money, I get to buy a house, I provide for my family, if it doesn't fulfill you, is not enough. And I really believe that we are meant to have success and fulfillment. And actually that the two things go hand in hand, that fulfillment feeds success and vice versa. You know, I work hard, I guess I put the hours into my business, not because I have to, or I'm worried about the money, but because I love what I do. I love coming on this podcast. I love working with my clients. It energizes me. It moves me. It inspires me. And so that's why I do what I do. You know, I'm, I would say I'm very fortunate, but it, it's not that because I've actually created this work that I do. I've created a field of work for myself where it's endlessly exciting to me that I could literally do it forever and feel happy and fulfilled with it. So that's not by chance. That's been a journey and continues to be a journey for me that I choose to live that way. And so when I imagine this concept called visionary success, it's really about living energy first, which is another of my big beliefs, the things that that guide what I do and guide my business, that we can live from a place of connection, that we live from a place of purpose, that we live from a connection to our vision, our individual vision for ourselves, 
for our families, for the planet, for the world, right? So I think we're at this point now of wanting not just success, but wholehearted, holistic success, what I call visionary success, where I feel fulfilled, where I feel connected, where I can have impact, where I'm really living from my own sense of creation of the world, as I describe it in my business, you know, that I get to create and I get to evolve and I get to become even more of me through my work and I get to co-create with others. So I really believe that we need to harness this now. We need to harness each individual in their entirety. We need to give individuals a place to play where they can bring their whole selves to work. And of course, we've talked about that a lot, but this is a whole other level of it. This is like, who am I and what's the impact I want to create in the world? And how do I do that? How do I bring that vision to this company? And how do I co-create? How do I partner with you? So these are the conversations that I have in my business with the people that work with me. So when I work with coaches or people that come in to work with me on social media or on my podcast or whatever the thing is, what I'm feeling into first is who am I and who are you? What are you here to do in the world? What am I here to do in the world? And do those two things. Can we co-create in a way that means we both expand and grow as part of this enterprise? Now, that's obviously like a more simple thing to do when you're five, 10 people, even 20 people. It's a harder thing to wrap your head around if you're a big organization, but it's still totally possible. So co-creation, working and living from vision, working and living from an integrated, aligned way where, you know, my work and my life are aligned, where I get to be me across all those pieces, where I have the balance I want, where I feel, you know, aligned and fulfilled across those pieces. This is the new world. This is the new world of business. And, you know, this is why I love to work with visionary organizations, because they come from that place of vision. They come from that place of fulfillment. They come from that place of co-creation often. And so the more we can embrace that, the more I believe that we create organizations where people really want to be there, where they want to be there because they get to be more of themselves when they're there, because this is a vehicle for them to become more of who they are and to express more of who they are in the world and to co-create with the organization. And if you can create that, then of course I'm engaged. Of course I'm passionate. Of course I'm going to give more. Of course you'll get that discretionary effort from me because it's not about the hours. It's not about how hard I work. I'm doing it because I'm passionate about it, because I believe in it, because I know also that you know me, you recognize me, you acknowledge me, and I feel appreciated in my heart. I feel like you get me. I feel like I can come and be the best version of me here. And when you create that, you create something remarkable. So I'm going to talk more about this in a future episode, but I just want you to get this sense of this isn't about trying to negotiate the pieces. This isn't about traditional engagement strategies. I think we are way beyond any of that in organizations now. This is about how do we co-create and how do we co-create from a sense of vision? 
So if you're founder of an organization or you're leading a team in an organization, the first thing is clarity on your vision. What's my vision here? What do I feel we can create? What can I claim as a vision that's going to be so magnetic and so engaging and so powerful for people that it's going to pull people to me? That people are going to want to work for me in this organization, in this team, in this division, because my vision is so strong and powerful, because I feel it, because I believe it, because I believe that we can have a big impact with with each other, in our team, in this organization, in the world, right? That's where we have to play now as leaders and entrepreneurs and founders. And then it's not only about sharing that vision, it's how do I light that fire in other people? So if I have a vision to revolutionize how we live and work, If I'm talking to another organization, I'm connecting to that in them and I'm connecting to what's their piece of the jigsaw, you know? So what if this organization is all about um, making things better for people in the world, making things better for consumers? I resonate with that. It's not my mission. It's their mission, but it resonates with me. And so we can work together because I'm kind of like, oh, I get that. I get how you're trying to create something positive in the world. And that actually ties in with what I'm trying to create, which is something positive in the world. And what if I can help you work in your organization with your people in this way, that means you can create even more of that impact internally in your organization and also externally. If I'm leading a team of people in an organization and I'm really passionate about us coming together in a different way and having an impact in a different way, then the conversation I want to have with my people is, okay, this is my vision. What's yours? What makes you want to work in this team, in this organization, in this company right now? What do you feel passionately about? What do you want to create? And then we look for the pieces where we co-create together. So I hope you can get a sense of this as I'm talking about it. If you really want people to be engaged at this point in time, if you want that passion and you know, an engagement that that means you don't have to control things. You don't have to manage things. You don't have to try and force them into the office. They're going to come because they get it, because they want to be around that energy, because they want to be around the thing that you're creating together. It's a completely different level of connection. It's a completely different way of coming together in organizations. And I say, I've seen this coming for 10 years. That's part of my visionary ability, my visionary essence. I've literally been holding the space for this for 10 years, as I know other people have too. This is not solely my journey. I have my own piece of it, but I know many others have been holding this space too. So if you want to move beyond, so if you're quite quitting yourself, I really want you to go and think about who am I and what do I want to do? What's my vision? What do I want in my life and business? How can I create this differently? What does this really look like for me and for others around me? And I want you to ask yourself that question. And I want you to really step into a place of self-responsibility because doing the norm, just doing what's expected of you, floating in and floating back out, oh my God, that's like being half dead to me. And if you are one of my tribe, you're a change maker, you're someone that wants to create an impact, it's literally going to feel like death to you. So if you are one of the quiet quitters, I want you to think about why. 
I want you to think about your vision. I want you to think about what you want to create and then see what you can create with the organization, the company, the people that you work with. So take responsibility for what you're creating and how you create it moving forward. If you're a leader or a founder or a CEO of an organization, I really want you to fill into the opportunity here. What if this was about how you engage people differently? What if this was just a signal, a trigger for a massive change in your business and the ability to do something really quite different that's extraordinary and massive and just creates change in a way that you couldn't even ever have anticipated? What if it's the opportunity to be very different with your people? What if it's the opportunity to let go of control, to start to interact with people in a different way, to create a different culture? And what if you could be one of the people at the forefront of that journey so that you will succeed? You know, the the people that that embrace this will succeed in a way that others will not. There is such a massive opportunity here, even if we look at it from just a results and a financial perspective. There is such a huge opportunity here. And I really, really believe that the companies that grab this opportunity now, the companies that really take hold of this will be the ones that succeed. And I just can't say that strongly enough. So there is a huge opportunity here. And I've read a couple of things around this subject, and I I feel like people are not grasping the opportunity not grasping what this really means, not grasping the potential of this opportunity. So I really believe that the companies that grasp the potential of this opportunity will be the ones that succeed and will be the ones that truly, truly create the organisations of the future, which are built on vision, which are built on passion, which are built on engagement where I get to be all of me and you get to be all of you and we all get to bring that and we all co-create together from that space. And, you know, even when I picture that, there is something so beautiful about creating from that space and challenging because we're not used to creating from that space, right? For most people, there's still an element of, of hierarchical control, a positional power of, you know, this feeling that that I have to conform in some way. What if that wasn't true? What if we allowed organizations to really have their, their own creative potential? What if we didn't have to control because people were so engaged? Because it, it was part of my evolution and my mission for myself in the world. And I get to do that in partnership with you. So <laughs> you can probably feel how passionate I am about this subject. And I'm passionate about all of this, as you will know, if you've listened to this podcast, listened to other episodes. But I am sitting here with such a strong sense of the opportunity in the situation and how this could shift and change. And I'm sitting looking at something on my wall in my office, which says, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do which, you know, epitomizes the people I love to work with. It's a Steve Jobs quote, as you will probably know. And it really epitomizes the people I love to work with, the change makers, the ones who want to grasp, you know, the bull by the horns, do things differently, create organizations that are different, create movements in the world that are different. 
evolve humanity, expand where we all live from, expand consciousness, if you like. This is where we're getting to play now. And will there be pain along the way? Yes. And I'm not without empathy for the people who are, you know, going to struggle as we come into the winter, as we move into this crunch point economically. And I believe there's amazing opportunity in here. And we will shift the world moving forward. And the more of us who do that, the more visionary entrepreneurs that do that, the more change makers that grab this opportunity and create change, not just for themselves, but for all of the people that are involved in their businesses, the more I believe that they'll be rewarded financially, emotionally, energetically, (laughs) spiritually, on all aspects, because this is the way the world is going. This is the way businesses are going. And I, for one, am really excited about the possibility and potential of this and what we get to create moving forward. And I cannot wait to see and to work with the organizations that get that and will be at the forefront of this change. So if you are at the forefront of this change, I would love you to reach out to me. I would love to work with more organizations that really get the opportunity of this time that we're in and who want to create different, who want to create from vision and passion and engagement. So please do reach out to me if you feel like that's where you are, if you feel like you've really got a sense and got it, you know, the bit between your teeth of how extraordinary this change could be. I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.